good. Okay. We're recording. <laughs> we are live. live. Really bothers me that your Zoom doesn't do the like this session is being recorded. <laughs> I know. I don't know why it doesn't do that. Oh, so um, Recording live from our respective homes. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of We're Here for It. We're here for it. Tell them your name. My name is Justine. What's your My name is Ella. I just think that we should do that every time because our voices are just like similar enough that it's important. (laughs) Yeah, and then in like 10 seconds, they're going to be like, who's this again? So far, everyone who I've talked to has been like, I can tell. Like, Like, they say they're really similar. And so they have to kind of like, it, it's funny, the people who I'm closest to are the ones who have more trouble with it. That's so interesting. I was going to say, I've had a couple of people be like, no, your voices still sound alike. My coworker was like, it's specifically when you get into a flow and your cadence is really similar. So that's what up. And then she was, um, and then one of my best friends listened to it and was like, oh, your voices sound way more similar than I ever thought. I right. thought joking and I was my like, like childhood best friends who you know also like so similar they're like what's going on um but yeah just a nice reminder um how are you Justine you know I'm okay I'm doing okay I'm doing better than I was doing for 90% of this week right well that's good the home better. stretch work which is nice mm-hmm. I just spent three minutes talking to other people at my in, not in my department, but at work about our online virtual holiday party, which is fun. So that was a fun thing. Are you on the party planning committee? I am on the party. I signed up for the party planning committee. You're on the PPC? I am. That is an elite group. I know. We're kind of special. I spent a good portion of today looking up holiday cocktails to send out recipes for before. That is your specialty. You know, I might practice them this weekend. Uh, yeah, you should. You should practice um, when I'm home, too. Yes, I probably will. So how are you, Ella? I am good. I had um kind of a good week. Just, like, a lot of things happening, but, like, not overwhelmingly, you know? Wait, I have a Q. I might have an A. <laughs> Is your term as president over? Um, No, to almost. Okay. Um, technically, like, the last day is the 30th. Got it, got it, got it. Okay. For those of you listening, I am the president of a sorority, so it's been a crazy year. Um, yeah, and I'm very close, but yeah, in 10 days, it'll be over. Uh, okay, well, that's, I'm so happy for you. I'm glad you had a great week. When are you going to Santa Cruz? Um, so tomorrow I'm getting a COVID test just to make sure I'm all good. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I'll be quarantining. And the plan is that I'll be going home on Tuesday. I'll be driving in between my classes. (laughs) Right. I have class until noon and then I have class again at seven. So like get home, take a shower and like be good. I have to speed. Don't drive too fast. takes me more than like five and a half so I'll be okay I'll be all packed and literally as soon as my class is done I'll 
get on their own. And honestly, my class in the morning or like my 11 to 12 class is, um, it's kind of like more lecture style. So I could even listen to it in the car and do it that way if I wanted. That's true. Um, for those of you who are wondering why Ella's going home, she's going home because uh, we are headed into um, pretty much the, my, my favorite holiday. Uh, I was going to say the greatest holiday, but I realize that's problematic for a lot of people. So I'm going to say my favorite holiday, which is the giving of thanks. Yes. It's great. Thanksgiving, as it's more widely known. Okay, wait, really quickly before we get into Thanksgiving, because I know that's the majority of this episode, there is one yes. thing I wanted to touch on as a recap from last week. Oh, yes, yes, Really yes. quickly. I'm so sorry to interrupt you. Yeah, no, um, no, no, please go back. So last episode, we were talking about the People's Choice Awards, and Justine and I learned after the actual People's Choice Awards happened, we are very out of touch. <laughs> I know nothing. went through the categories and like tallied up how many you and I each got right. Ooh, tell me the numbers. Tell me the numbers. Let me confirm. Let me make sure I don't tell you the wrong thing. Um, I love data. I made charts. No, I'm kidding. Okay. <laughs> that would be great. So I did a little bit better than you, but neither of us did good. No, you we got- did that. I know that. <laughs> you got three, right? Out of like 50 categories. And I got eight. So I didn't do that much better. I mean, I'm just saying that what I learned was that I did and do not have any knowledge in things that Gen Z care about. Okay, but even that category, I got one right. And it was the comedy act question. I didn't get any of the social stars ones right. And then the other thing I was going to say is that I think we knew this a little bit because going into it, we like, we looked at the movie categories and we were like, well, we didn't watch any of the movies on this list. So it's not the, the people's choice was not our choice necessarily, but I'm perfect. I'm choosing to blame COVID because I did not get to see a lot of those things. Right. I also feel like I'm not gonna watch Grey's Anatomy. Like it's unpopular. Ugh, but you should. Unpopular. I can't do it. That is too big of an investment. I can't do that. But you know what I mean? Like things like that that these people love. And I'm over here like, all right, let's give it another one to Cole Sprouse. He won, didn't he? He did. <laughs> um, I also have to say. I I told you I was going to need to do this and apologize to people, but last time I was referring to Rihanna's lingerie and underwear line as Fenty Savage, and it's not. It's Savage X Fenty, and I didn't mean it like that's like Vintage Savvy was the name, but Vintage Savvy, like Savage, like <laughs> you know, this Vintage is real savvy. I didn't mean it like that was the name. I just was referring to it as the two words I know affiliated. But then I was so embarrassed afterwards that I feel like I must apologize to Rihanna and all of the people. Yeah, the name. Um, Rihanna is an avid fan of our podcast. <laughs> She's our biggest supporter. Listens to every episode. Shout so out too. Rihanna, our girl. Woo, Riri. All right, well, now that that's out of the way. Let's talk about Thanksgiving now. 
Let's talk about Thanksgiving. More specifically, let's talk about like, I mean, we could just talk about Thanksgiving, but I think it's more important to talk about how to make Thanksgiving what you need it to be. Yes, this year specifically. But also because, you know, you are a senior in college. Pretty mm -hmm. You will no longer be in college. Yes. And life after college, like Thanksgiving is different after college, especially if you have to move or if you choose to move places that are not close by or if you have to work too closely to like be able to come home, you know, like if the timing doesn't work. So things change. I feel like you for that. I, um, I have never had Thanksgiving not at home. So it will be very interesting um, when that day comes. I'm not sure. Possibly next year, possibly the year after that. I'm not sure. Possibly this year, depending on how my COVID test goes. I'm kidding. Oh, no. I know my test is going to be negative, but. Um, and yeah. to be clear to everyone, when she's coming home for Thanksgiving this year during COVID land, it's like two of us there and we're being very safe. It's not like we're having a family, a large family gathering. It's us and our parents. That's all. And even that I'm nervous about because mom works with people and just like rules, but we are following as many safety precautions as we can. Yes, we are. Um, what have different Thanksgivings looked like for you post-grad, post-undergrad? Great question. Um, well, as you know, eligible for my undergraduate, I moved to Washington, D.C. Um, so the first year that I lived there, I, and because I was so far away from home and I was working in a corporate job that didn't get like a huge holiday break, it didn't make sense for me to fly home for like two days. So um, I spent the first Thanksgiving with um, some of our cousins, our extended family. And then the year after that, my best friend had started dental school at NYU. So I actually went up and spent it with her and several of her, like her housemate and several of her dentist dentistry school friends. Is that when you did yoga at the parade? That was, no. So the, <laughs> the first year that we did that, it was um, me, Amanda, her dentist school friends and their partners. And it was just, we went, we actually went down to the parade and watched the parade that year and it was really cold and we were standing on this corner, but it was fun because we got to see everything in person. Um, and then the second year I went up was when our other really good friend Savannah was living with her. And that's when we went to hot yoga. Instead of going to the parade and watching it, we went to hot yoga that was at this studio. It was yoga for the people. And it was in the studio that was on like a second or third floor. So with big windows, so you could look out and see like the balloons, like in the middle of the, like the parade balloons as you were like doing yoga. And then the third year, so at that point I was living in Boston and she was still in dental school. Uh, I was living, I, I, I came up to New York from Boston and we did not go to the parade, but we did watch it on TV while we made Thanksgiving dinner. Um, and her, her cousin and her aunt and uncle were in town that year. So we had a Thanksgiving at her house. At that point she'd moved to the um, Upper East Side. So it was a different apartment, but we had Thanksgiving there. And then um, in my last year in Boston, uh, I actually had it with our aunts and uncles from our mom's side of the family. So I did the whole Boston Thanksgiving there. And then I moved 
back to California. And the last two I've spent back with the fam. Very nice. Um, so you brought up a few points that I would like to touch on. Okay. What are your favorite parts of the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade? <laughs> um, well, I will say from the perspective of being like at the parade site and like seeing the floats and stuff go by, I think the most fun part really is seeing the balloons that we've been seeing for years on TV, like in person. Also, when you take the, um, I took the bus into, this is before I started taking the train. So um, when I lived in Boston, I took the bus into New York that year for Thanksgiving. And so it takes you down through like obviously city streets and you see, I, I drew like, took the bus in the day before Thanksgiving. So you see all the balloons like pre-inflated <laughs> tucked away and in, in these like nets because they're like half inflated, like on these side streets. And then after the parade, when you're like walking by where like the exit is of the parade or like when the, where the end is, you see them deflating it and like watching major balloons deflate is like one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Okay, recently I saw this video. I think it came up on like my TikTok or something of, mm -hmm. and I'd never heard of it. And maybe you'll remember this. It was like 95 or something like that. 1995, a Barney balloon went like haywire and then like ripped apart during the parade. <laughs> I am, um, I don't remember that from 1995 because I was um, three, but I do, I have seen the video of it. <laughs> it's so funny. Um, what are your favorite balloons that you normally see? Like, like every year when you watch it, like what's the I love this Spider-Man balloon. I think the Spider-Man balloon is a classic. Um, and then in terms of the other things I like about the parade, you don't really get to see like the acts. Like when you watch it on TV, they, they just show you what's taking place like right in front of Macy's. Um, but you do kind of get to see some of the floats go by, which is cool. Um, and then when I'm watching on TV, my favorite part is obviously the Rockettes. Right. Obviously. Mm -hmm. so, I think I agree. I like um, the Rockettes a lot. And um, <laughs> there's always some like B-class boy band or something that no one's ever heard of, which I yeah. love. Um, and I love like when the, um, is it ABC that does it? It's a new question. NBC. NBC. No, it's NBC. with the Beacock. Um, I love like when they do their little side segments where they're like, we're making mashed potatoes with Rachel Ray or something. <laughs> Those moments. Uh, um, I only like the Broadway acts like half the time because I always pull really weird ones in my personal opinion. Yeah, I feel like they, they pick some weird ones, but also from ones that aren't weird, I feel like they pick weird songs. Right. Does that make sense? You know, like there's somewhere I'm like, oh, this is an amazing musical. You could be doing whatever the popular song is and they'll pick something else instead. And I'm like, but that's not like the fun song to do. Oh, weird. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, what were your other questions? about? They, well, other question. Are they doing the parade this year? Oh, my God. I have no idea. I have no idea. I don't know. We should have looked that up. The Rockettes are not doing their um, Christmas Spectacular at Rockefeller Center. Well, I'm not surprised that they're not doing a Spectacular. But I mean, I'm not even sure they're like rehearsing for a parade. Probably not. 
Jeez, how sad. Yeah. Um, do you have like a favorite Thanksgiving or like a favorite memory? Yeah, it's so funny. So I was just talking to Amanda about this yesterday and um, not specifically about like our favorite memory, but like this year we're like going to be recreating one of our favorite parts, which is that inevitably whenever I would come to town, I would like finally get there. It would be afternoon, mid-afternoon. And because like the bus up from DC was five hours and the bus down from Boston was five hours. So like, no matter how you slice it, like that's a five hour trip. And it would be like a Wednesday and we'd have to go to the grocery store and get like the final ingredients for this for, for Thursday. And we need to like do all this prep. And so it would be like 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock at night when we'd finally be making pie. <laughs> we'd be a little delirious and tired and like rushed from the day of traveling and just like running around everywhere and so um I think in terms of Thanksgiving like I that first Thanksgiving where I first went up to New York and it was um just like a bunch of like pretty much everyone that came to Amanda's house was from the west coast somewhere or Canada like places where they couldn't go home for the the holiday um so it was nice to kind of have like a west coast refugee um celebration and we played cards humanity and Amanda and I were like and that was also the first time either of us had ever like made a turkey and by either of us I mean Amanda because I refused to touch it and so there was just like all these elements to like really making a turkey that we like <laughs> it was just all new crazy weird experience and it was really fun that's so funny like oh. did you know sometimes they still have some feathers on them ew no like little tiny feathers ew. like not a lot but like just like a little couple I'm gonna be a vegan <laughs> <laughs> I can't think about that. Um, I don't know if I have a favorite Thanksgiving memory. I can't like think of any. I feel like, so in our house, it was a little bit like Thanksgiving was kind of always, a, I'm trying to think of a good term for it. Like, you know, you have your different family traditions for all the different things. And we don't have one for Thanksgiving necessarily. Mm -hmm. That was like the holiday that we would go to a lot of other people's houses, family's houses, family friends' houses. Um, and I think just in the last couple years was the first time we were doing it at home since we were like a lot younger. Um, and what we would normally do because we didn't do Thanksgiving at home is our mom would make like a turkey dinner on New Year's Day. Like that was a weird tradition we had, which was always really fun. Um, so I don't know if I like have a favorite memory because it's always just been like a little bit random of where we are uh, yeah I mean I think there is that's so true as I I feel like you were really little when we used to like have Thanksgiving at home all the time mm -hmm. even then we often would go to like other family members houses right. Thanksgiving yeah uh, I do have one memory that I actually was just reminded about via my snapchat memories um when I was a freshman in college so this was three years ago um, my friends and I, we, we got this huge group of friends, like from our dorm, we were, my roommate was very social and pulled me out of my shell a little bit. And we befriended this huge group. We had a huge giant group chat of like 20 people. And we decided to do like a true Friendsgiving as freshmen in college. And by doing that, because we lived in a dorm, we didn't have kitchens. There was like a community kitchen that we could rent out, but you know, and we didn't have like a space to do it. So we we, we rearranged all the tables outside the coffee shop that was in the dorms 
And then we, um, we bought like a bunch of rotisserie chickens and like a bunch of different like foods mm-hmm. like that you would be able to make as college students in a community kitchen and had a Friendsgiving. And it was very cute for being a bunch of 18 year olds who didn't know what they were doing and were just trying to make the best of it. This is reminding me that I did have, um, I did have a couple of really good Friendsgivings in college. Like they weren't oh, like it wasn't a ama- like I wasn't building my own Thanksgiving because it was didn't it took place beforehand. But think Friendsgiving in college is really fun because it's always sort of makeshift and right. like each person sort of makes a thing that is their favorite thing. Or and- people bring rolls. It just happens every year. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's fun. My housemate. Um, her and her friends still do a big th- Friendsgiving the last couple of years. It's been at our house and like, I'll walk in and like all the furniture is rearranged and there's 10,000 pounds of food that I didn't expect. Um, yeah. like, yeah, it's always a big deal for them. Nice. So, um, I have a couple of icebreaker questions for you about friend or about Thanksgiving. I almost called it Friendsgiving, but it could be either. Okay. Um, this is just sort of just like, Get us in the mood of building our own Thanksgiving. Okay. Um, <laughs> what's your favorite Thanksgiving dish? Stuffing. I love stuffing. I think it should be eaten year round. I love it. I don't know why we only eat it once a year. I, as much as I love all those things, I really love mashies. I love mashed potatoes. I mean, mashed potatoes, I... For me, mashed potatoes are key in the Thanksgiving meal, but stuffing, like you only have it at Thanksgiving. I don't know why. And I'm talking about bread stuffing. I know some people go for like a meat stuffing, but like bread stuffing, I don't know. Like I would make it once a week. I mean, you can. You I guess I could. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. What is your favorite Thanksgiving episode of TV? Hmm. Okay. What first comes to mind is, um, obviously there's a bunch of episodes of friends, which are good, fine. The one with all the Thanksgivings, whatever. But if we're going friends, the one where they play the game, the football game is the best one. But Mm -hmm. I think my favorite episode of Thanksgiving TV would be, um, the new girl one, but the one where her parents come to town and she tries to parent trap them and Schmidt and his cousin are like arguing over who's the big, who's the biggest Schmidt that episode, I think. Cause there's the other two Thanksgiving episodes in new girl, but I think that one's there's a lot of Thanksgiving episodes in new girl. Yeah. Cause there's Thanksgiving and the one where they're in the forest and she <laughs> eats that fish. Well, what is the first one, the first New Girl Thanksgiving episodes, the one where they go Black Friday shopping. Yes, with Justin Long. Right. Yeah. That one's, of the New Girl ones, that one's definitely my favorite. Dead body! Dead body! (laughs) There are, did you know there are five New Girl Thanksgiving episodes? What's the fifth one? There's Thanksgiving, Parents, Thanksgiving 3, Thanksgiving 4, and Last Thanksgiving. Which one am I missing? I must be missing last Thanksgiving. 
I don't know. Um, I was going to say that I'm a big fan of the Slapsgiving. Oh, I remembered what last Thanksgiving is, but what is it? It's the one where Schmidt's dad is there. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. Okay. Slapsgiving is a good one. Slapsgiving is a great one. I love Slapsgiving. I even love Slapsgiving to Revenge of the Slap. Um, love, love how I mentioned on there. I think something that should not be discredited, however, is Gilmore Girls Thanksgiving episode. Yes. I'm actually rewatching Gilmore Girls right now. Oh, there you go. Yeah, it's that's, really fun. That's a fun rewatch. Um, there are, I think, a couple of Gilmore Girl ones. Um, but I think the one that I always think of is the deep fried Korean Thanksgiving where they have to go to four Thanksgivings. And uh, I just think it's really funny and interesting. And there's that whole thing about Rory needing to apply to more than one school, which is like actually really realistic and normal. Right. Like you don't get to throw a fit about that. That's a normal thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I have um, one more icebreaker question for you. And this is my favorite icebreaker question of maybe all time. <laughs> if you were a Thanksgiving food, what would you be and why? Do you want to give your answer while I think? Because I know you have your answer. I've heard it before. <laughs> my answer has remained the same through the years, which is that my, I would be cranberry sauce because it's a fun accessory and similar to my personality, those that like it really like it and others just sort of like are sort of indifferent. <laughs> so but I, they at least don't tell me that. <laughs> I was thinking I might be gravy and here's why we're really saucy sisters. Apparently um, here's why. You don't want too much of me. You know, I can be overwhelming. I can overwhelm the room. But the party's going to be a little bit a dr- little bit dry without me. Like, I, yeah, without you, the party sucks. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I'm a little bit the life of the party, but, like, I'm just a little add-on. Like, I'm not essential to the meal, but I make it just, like, a little bit better. But you don't want too much of me because that can just ruin everything, turn everything into soup. I mean, you don't want too much cranberry sauce either. Right. I think I might be gravy. You don't want me around every once in a while for a fancy occasion. <laughs> you definitely add a, a richness to the, the party. Thank you. Thank you. Meanwhile, I'm a little, a little tangy, a little, a little tart, a little tart. Yes. I'm a little tart. <laughs> Take that however you will. Um, yes. and again, it's like, I'm, I always just like to kind of be like the fun the fun accessory, the little like the pop of color on the plate. Pop of color on the plate, yeah. I like to be okay. I love all the those. Balls, all the neutrals. <laughs> so this leads us then to making really talking about making the holiday what you need it to be. Right. Um, and building your own Thanksgiving. So I think part of my favorite reason for asking those icebreaker questions is that my sort of number one thing for making your own Thanksgiving or making Thanksgiving what you need it to be is deciding what your non-negotiables are. You know, like, is it that 
you need to have stuffing. Like you don't really care what else is served, but stuffing better be on the table. Or, um, you know, like you want to like go for a walk that day or, you know, like whatever it is, that's your thing. Like lay that out there. And then also like try to achieve those feelings of like what you love about Thanksgiving. Right. Mm -hmm. So like I said, like Amanda and I are going to make pie at 11 o'clock at night or, I really, one of the other things I really like is being able to set out like the nice place settings. Right. I like, I like a complete meal. And I say this because you know, there's a story behind it. So (laughs) back up to my freshman year in college, I had been away at school for months. Thanksgiving was my first time coming home. I was so ready for like home cooked meals delicious. And we went to a family friend's house and they made this delicious meal. It was really good. However, it was not like a Thanksgiving meal. They made like steak and I don't eat steak. So they made me some turkey, which was very nice of them or chicken. But in that moment, all I wanted was a Thanksgiving meal with some mashed potatoes and gravy. And so like just Thanksgiving, I need those essentials, you know? I, yeah, no, I know. I, I know because I talked to you on the phone that day. That was, I was in Boston having Thanksgiving at our um, aunt's and uncle's houses, or I guess just one aunt and uncle's house. Um, and you were like, if there's no mashed potatoes, I'm going to flip the table and, and go to someone else's house. There were no mashed potatoes. Um. And did you flip the table? Because that's promises unkept. I did not flip the table, but I did hide in the bathroom for a minute. <laughs> you just had to read you just had to like collect yourself I had to collect myself moment to powder your nose Mm -hmm. and it was okay that's yeah sometimes you gotta do that um so those are your non-negotiables you like a full Thanksgiving meal Mm -hmm. I like also um I like an early meal because I like to just do kind of nothing like Thanksgiving has to be kind of a nothing day for me you know you are very different from our brother who hates early meals. Okay, he doesn't I believe don't it. Like 2 p.m. That's too early. But I think Thanksgiving dinner should be at like five. Yeah, I would agree with that, especially because you're so full. You're so full. Time to like rest before dessert and then rest after dessert. Right. And frankly, the last few years I have like gone out after just to like hang with friends because that's when everybody's like home that's yeah that's like, like all your friends are home college from thing college. right mm-hmm. yeah all your friends are home from college and you're only there for like three days so why wouldn't you hang out after um obviously I won't be doing that because where am I gonna go Black Friday shopping um and also who am I gonna hang out with but um yeah I like that Thanksgiving can be like a do nothing day mm-hmm. I really like that because some holidays you just get so swept up in like all the things that need to get done. And maybe this is just coming because we didn't ever really do Thanksgiving at our house. So there wasn't like the clean up everything and get everything set and blah, 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 blah. Like it was very, just kind of a do nothing, watch the parade, make some pie, just like drink champagne and do nothing. The parade is definitely one of sort of my non-negotiables. Like I understand like people don't have TV or don't like the parade or whatever. Um, but for me, like, that's something I really like to have on, at least in the background. Like, I don't even like sitting and watching it avidly, but I like to kind of have it on and know what's going on. I totally agree. I can't miss my B-list boy bands. You cannot. No, I can't miss Al Roker finally coming down. 
finally joining the group after walking the whole way. Exactly. Favorite part. So, um, yeah, so I, I think that's another one of those things that I try to like at least request to have on or watch in some capacity during the day. Um, anything else that you feel like is a non-negotiable for you or that you want to talk about as we think about building our own Thanksgivings? Um, I believe that Thanksgiving marks the beginning of the Christmas season. Yes. Uh Um, I am even a little bit early in my Christmas celebrations compared to the rest of the family. Mm -hmm. Um, I have played my Christmas playlist once or twice, but only, only mostly because I'm trying to update it for this year. But Mm -hmm. I believe that if I'm making pie on Thanksgiving day, I I do want to be listening to Mariah Carey singing all I want for Christmas in the background. Yeah. I also think like, and this is, sorry, mom and dad, very different from our family, but I think it's okay to decorate for Christmas the next day. Absolutely. Shopping. You could just decorate for Christmas or if you don't celebrate Christmas, you could decorate for whatever your winter holiday is, whether it be Hanukkah Kwanzaa, winter solstice, whatever you feel gets you in the winter spirit, go for it. Yeah, I totally agree. And that would be one plus. I love that we get a real Christmas tree, but that would be a perk of people who choose an artificial tree for Christmas. You could have it up. I have a small confession to make, which is that I think we're going to decorate our apartment for Christmas tomorrow or Sunday. I think my housemate's going to go get, because we have two cats and we cannot get a real tree. Um, I think she's going to go get our fake tree tomorrow and we're going to start decorating on Sunday. Call the police. It's okay. Last year in my apartment, my roommates and I bought a Christmas tree like the end of October. (laughs) So you're okay. Um, We also have started watching the array of Hallmark holiday movies Um, they started in October which I don't agree with as you know I feel that fall harvest is the best of the hallmark season um or seasonal offerings but they started in October so we've had a bunch recorded and we watched a couple and there's been a couple really good ones already so far this year a new one with Kat Graham Bon Bon from Vampire Diaries that I really want to see too on Netflix um so I got some viewing to do Yes, I am mostly excited for the Princess Switch royal engagement second one with Mm -hmm. the third Vanessa Hudgens introduced. I know, it's bananas. Um, Okay, stepping away from holiday movies for a second, getting back to the topic at hand, which is building your own Thanksgiving traditions. Right. Okay, sorry. Let's say you have to have a Thanksgiving with a much smaller group than you're used to. Okay. Or you're away from home for the first time or second time or whatever, and you can't go home for the holidays. Let's go over some do's and don'ts. Now, I have never done this. So keep in mind, many of these are pre or post COVID land. (laughs) So, okay. So not now. So everybody listening, save this podcast Cue it this time next year. I mean, so a lot of them are for now, but like just keeping in mind that like a couple of these are COVID, like you have to keep COVID in mind, COVID safety in mind. So first of all, don't be afraid to go small. 
So that means like, don't you don't necessarily need a huge turkey. You can just get a small chicken. Like sometimes it's, there is such thing as too much food and it can get really overwhelming if there's only three of you or four of you. Um, do try something new. So for example, maybe try a new recipe for something that you like normally love or you know, we were not a family that ever had sweet potatoes, but maybe this is the year you try a sweet potato casserole or something along those lines. Something different, something new. Let me tell you, I'm not a fan of a sweet potato casserole. <laughs> I'm sorry to ruin your point. I just needed to get it out there. <laughs> is it because it's too sugary? <laughs> yes, it is so sweet. And the texture always throws me off because it's like you <laughs> you make it like you would mashed potatoes like you mash it that way but sweet potatoes do not have the same texture as potatoes no. and I am really not a fan sweet potatoes are definitely greenier and you also don't tend to like sweet things like that like you don't like jam so why would you like sweet potato casserole right. like I don't want marshmallows on my Thanksgiving yeah. plate there you go um, anyway, I'm sorry to interrupt. <laughs> also, don't be afraid of leftovers. So I know I said don't be afraid to go small, but like don't be afraid of having leftovers and doing cool things with those leftovers. You can make some amazing sandwiches. And if you're someone that lives alone or you have a small group, like leftovers could be really helpful for like the next week or two. And then you don't have to go buy groceries. Uh, leftover stuffing. Half the treat. So good. Um, I would say do curate a playlist for the day. So holiday songs can be on there. Other songs can be on there that are not holiday songs, but curate a playlist for like the vibe that you want for the day. Really try to recreate or create like what you want your day to be. I'm going to try to let, or I'm going to try to get dad to let me play my Christmas playlist for like, mm-hmm. just a, it's like an hour and a half playlist. It doesn't have to be the whole day, but I'm going to try to get on Ox for a part of the day. <laughs> it's going to be a tough battle. Yeah. Okay. Don't be afraid, and this is the COVID safety one, don't be afraid to invite someone over or to make it clear to people that you don't have plans because in non-COVID times, like, it's very likely that, like, if you say, like, oh, I don't have plans or I'm not going to see my family, like, people will invite you over and those can be some of the best Thanksgivings that you could have. Or have it at your place and invite people over if you're worried or you want to do it safely or you just, like, want to do the cooking. Right, and even... I'll even go so far to say, like, even if you don't have a Thanksgiving in the traditional sense, you don't make turkey, you don't do the Thanksgiving things, watch the parade, whatever, I think that making sure that you um, kind of take the day as what it is, like a day to just be grateful for the world around you, whatever that means, Mm -hmm. do that, order Chinese food, you know, Mm -hmm. have a friend over or don't watch Hallmark movies, watch Harry Potter, like, do whatever you got to do. But I think just like taking the day for what it really is and what it's supposed to be about and just like feel grateful for something, whatever that means to you. So if it's stuffing and mashed potatoes and gravy, like great. If it's going on a hike, if it like whatever it is, just do, do something to take that time to get maybe out of your routine and do something special for yourself. Yeah. And that absolutely speaks to my last point on this, which is just introduce some of your traditions. So if there is something that you love from your childhood or from the last few years or something you did once that you're like, I would love to do this again, like bring that to the table. Like if you're having Thanksgiving with people, like that are new or different, like 
bring them your traditions or one or two things. Or if you're by yourself, like try and do that still if you can. Um, uh, and then if you can't be around a lot of people, there's a couple of other things I think to keep in mind to Ella's point um, about taking a moment and taking some time for yourself. I would say also like, don't forget to call people, um, maybe via Zoom or FaceTime or just the phone. But I think it's really important on days like Thanksgiving to like not be alone. Yeah. Unless that's what you really need. But I think it could be kind of sad and it's the time for really being thankful for what you have and what you can give. And I think it's a time, I think it will make everyone feel better if they can connect with someone. I agree. Definitely. Um, also, there are so many movies to watch, so many great things. If, like Ella said, if you need to just sit and make a pizza or order a pizza and watch movies, like that's a super great day too. Um, I'm a big fan of like the binging TV show themed episodes person. Like on Halloween, I sat right here and I watched all the Halloween episodes of my favorite sitcoms. Like whatever's going to be just a good, happy or sad, I guess, if you, but probably happy thing for you. There's lots of good Thanksgiving television, as we previously mentioned. Right. There's a lot of great Thanksgiving television. There's a lot of great holiday movies. I also tend to like during the holidays I, and when I'm on a binge, I sometimes like to just go full action movie. Like something totally different, but fun, like the big blockbuster action movies. I'm so sorry about Jack crying at me. Um, he's part of the podcast. He's now. Part of the, um, yeah, so I like to go for an action movie occasionally. Um, one movie I forgot to mention earlier that is actually, it's a holiday movie, but it's actually about Thanksgiving. Like they Like the end of the movie, they are celebrating Thanksgiving, not like Christmas, which is different from every other holiday movie, is Holidays. Um, it is a, I believe it originally came out on ABC Family. Um, it features, give me one second, Jenny Garth and Cameron Matheson. And it is a classic tale of an uptight career woman who followed her career instead of the love of her life. But she has to come home for, um, because her, she works for a big giant grocery store, corporate, like, um, like Target-like corporation. And they're trying to tear down some some small housing in her hometown and build a giant uh, department store there and she hits her head and in her new when she wakes up she thinks that she stayed in her hometown and was married to the love of her life and then when she finally accepts that reality she hits her head again and wakes up back in her real business career woman life but along the way she finds the love of her life again and the real meaning of family. That sounds like the same plot line as what was that one with the poinsettias? There's a lot of ones. The one with the poinsettia farms? She, we the, watched last year? Head in that one. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> if you have the concussion <laughs> plot line. Everything else is the same. Well, yeah, every almost every almost every movie like that is about someone that's an uptight career woman following the love of their life again from back home. Anyways, um, and then my final point about um, what to do if you can't be around a lot of people over Thanksgiving is just make sure you have plans 
Um, so you're not just sitting alone all day, all weekend, you know, like it doesn't have to be plans on Thanksgiving, but like, make sure you have things that you're planning to do because it can be really easy to sort of just like sink into the couch. And then, and then wait, what was your nice relaxing day by day three becomes like kind of depressing. Yes. Yeah. I am totally with you on that. Um, do you have any ideas for new traditions that people could do like activities, things that they could add? really putting me on the spot here. Um, let me think, do you have ideas? Well, I've been, as I mentioned earlier on this holiday cocktail kick, mm-hmm. um, now that my Thanksgiving plans have changed a little, um, I'm probably going to be doing what Instagram has been telling me to do for a while and buy, um, those like cocktail sparkles. <laughs> oh, you- those have been popping up on mine too. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm probably going to buy those. Um, and yeah, doing something fun like that, like a fun signature cocktail for the day or the evening is, is always kind of fun for me. And then, um, I don't know, I think doing some sort of like, I haven't quite figured out what this would be, but some sort of like craft or like origami that can also be something about giving thanks or like make it like a game or an activity for people would be cool. I have, I've been trying to brainstorm what that would be, but I need a more creative person than me to right. help. I was thinking this year, um, especially because Thanksgiving's so late, I don't know if like I could do this just because of where I'll be like going home and then here and back and forth, Mm -hmm. but because Thanksgiving's so late, like that weekend might be a nice chance to kind of like, you know, bake some holiday cookies, put them in tins and safely deliver them to neighbors. You know what I mean? Because it's like right at the beginning of December, basically, like the 30th is that Monday. So, you know, it could be just Mm -hmm. such a nice time to like kick off holiday season, bake some holiday cookies, which you know, I love to bake holiday cookies specifically. You do. You do love a holiday cookie bake. Um, I do. Yeah. I, um, like I try something new, try some new recipe. Like I, I'm no longer just going to go for a basic apple pie or a basic pumpkin pie. Like I want to do something cool and interesting and new. See, I go for my pecan pie that I make every like it's a simple recipe that I got out of a book a few years ago and I haven't changed it up at all. Um, this year we have to do something a little different because it is our parents' anniversary. So yeah, which reminds that out. <laughs> we need to figure out what we're doing for that. But <laughs> um, okay, so do you have like an ideal Thanksgiving? Like you wake up in the morning, this is what's going to happen. And it could be crazy. Like, do you have any dream dinner guests that could be at your Thanksgiving? Cause I have a few. Oh my gosh. This is so hard. Okay. So I think in my ideal Thanksgiving, it's so interesting because like part of me wishes that it was like something I could host, mm-hmm. but it like a lot of work and I don't think I'd want to make the turkey. Um, but I'd want the turkey to be cooking at my house. Yeah. <laughs> so I think I would want to like wake up kind of early. You want like a Lorelai and Suki situation. Yeah, kind of. I want to wake up kind of early. I want to do like get started on some of the baking, you know, like get my pie crust in the fridge kind of thing, get started on some of the baking, do the, do the cooking, like have that all kind of set, watch the parade, um, play some music and then have people over like friends over and just like have just like a chill day where we like eat, maybe we play some board games, like maybe we do a weird puzzle or something. And, um, and then I would like to end the day 
watching movies. Mm-hmm. Nice. And for I dream dinner guests, that's so interesting. Um, I was thinking about this a little bit. I think that there are two kinds of guests that I would want. You know, like I want I would want people that have interesting stories. Okay. Or um, like that would be not just like a fun to have around, but like you'd be able to have an interesting conversation with them. Um, but that being said, I think the person I'd actually want because it would be so fun to eat with this person is Alex Gordishelli from the Food Network because I think that she would be just as enthusiastic as I am about all of the stuff on the I t- love her so much. <laughs> if anybody is listening, please go follow her on Twitter. It's my favorite Twitter account. She is so funny the way she talks about food. I love her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's great. And she you just know that she would enjoy eating with you. Like she would, she would not be able to stop talking about the smells. The smells yes. in the room. Yeah, yeah, it would be so good. Did you have another one? I thought you. Um, I don't know. I've been kind of thinking, but I haven't thought of another one. Okay. I think my ideal Thanksgiving, I would wake up like 9:30 a.m. Maybe 9, you know, not too late, not too early. Um you know, get some baking done or something. Um, I should mention, I don't, I, I have the brain of a 21 year old, so I can't imagine hosting a Thanksgiving <laughs> myself. Um, and watch the parade, do some more baking. I would love like a get dressed up Thanksgiving. Um, Ooh, like a fancy Thanksgiving. Not like really fancy, not like black tie, but like I'd like to wear like a cute outfit with some tights and some booties, like a little skirt combo, you know? Get we could little... do that this year if you want. I mean, we could, I guess. We might get too lazy, but we can bring outfits just in case. Right. Um, <laughs> something like that, you know, just very like chill end of the night, have some pie, watch a movie. Um, as for dinner guests, for some reason, the first person that came to mind and keeps coming to mind is Jimmy Kimmel. Well, I thought he'd be a fun dinner guest. He would be such a fun dinner guest. And I feel like specifically, he would have a whole spiel about like what we're thankful for. Like, I just think he would be a delight to sit and have dinner with. Um, and so I would really like Jimmy Kimmel to come to my um thanksgiving rihanna if you're listening if you have any contacts with kimmel if you can invite him over please it would be wonderful um yeah i think you know between alex gordishelli and jimmy kimmel i feel like we'd be very entertained and would that they would both have such fun stories and things to tell yeah absolutely Ab- I think that's a good that's a good dinner party right there right us too jimmy <laughs> kimmel and alex gordishelli is anyone other else friends too? Some other our friends, friends can come. There. Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. Can our brother come? I think Jake could come. Yes. <laughs> you know what? Jake would probably really enjoy talking to both Jimmy Kimmel and Alex Gordishelli. I think he would. He would really enjoy. I think he would especially enjoy Alex Gordishelli. Mm-hmm. Is there anyone else who's coming to our Thanksgiving? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I would like to invite my friends. I think I mentioned that. Um, and also. I mean, it would be nice. If we could have, like, a big one, it would be kind of nice to invite, like, cousins and stuff. Like, people that we don't normally see. See, in my brain, I'm like, what other celebrities would be fun? I'm like, maybe, like, Florence Pugh or something like that. 
She would be interesting. She would be such a fun guest. She would bring what's what's her boyfriend, Zach Braff? Yeah. The one from Psych? Is that what he was from on? Scrubs. Scrubs. Um, yeah. I mean, I think maybe like it would be fun to have someone like Tom Felton, who's like probably bring his guitar, you know. He is um a hoot and a half on the internet right now. He is. He is. So great. Which, like, also, P.S., did you see that Rupert Grant has an Instagram finally? Yes, with his little baby named Wednesday. When named Wednesday, like, the greatest thing ever. Yes, of course. So cute. Mm-hmm. So cute. Um, I would like to attend, this is a little different, a okay. different ideal Thanksgiving, alternate universe. Mm-hmm. I would like to attend the Jonas family Thanksgiving with all four brothers, their spouses, mm-hmm. Etc. Mm-hmm. Etc. Et yeah, I the Turners with the Chopras. The whole yeah. Thing. If we were doing that, like if I was attending a Thanksgiving, there's like sort of two groups of celebrities that I would like to be friends with. Okay, go. Um, I would either like to be part of the like Casey Wilson, Jessica St. Clair, June Diane Raphael comedy war like in like upright citizens brigade worlds with like jc manzoukas and like all of the people that like tend to do some of like the great shows that i love and that i would like want like i feel like they're my spirit animals um but i also would want to be part of like the chris and bell deck shepherd friend group i knew you were gonna say that one i <laughs> would really love to be in like the maya rudolph melissa mm. mccarthy <laughs> fred armison friend group did you know that maya and melissa mccarthy were grandlings? yeah and that melissa mccarthy was in it with dax is that crazy yeah i recently i started listening to the podcast called smartless i think i texted you about this mm-hmm. yeah. with jason sure. bateman and will arnett and oh yes yes, yes. Mm-hmm. and it mm-hmm. is so funny dax shepherd was their first guest and then they had melissa mccarthy on a couple weeks later the podcast is really good um and the episodes are a little bit shorter than some of the other ones that we listen to so it's kind of nice mm-hmm. um it's really funny but yeah um casey wilson june diane if you're listening i think we'd be best friends us <laughs> just forcing ourselves on all these people that are never gonna they're never gonna invite us to thanksgiving it's fine um all right well this got a little out of hand <laughs> i'm surprised <laughs> um do you have any other thoughts about building your own thanksgiving or about thanksgiving in general um I guess I didn't ask you this, but it's really important. What's your favorite kind of pie? Oh, that is so important. That's a really important question. Well, as you, you may not, I think you know this, that my two favorite kinds of pie are not Thanksgiving pies. Right. Isn't it like key lime or lemon meringue or something? Lemon meringue and cherry pie are my favorites. And those are both summer pies. Although cherry can often be interpreted as a fall pie, but I don't always agree. Um, I've really gotten off the pumpkin pie kick. I would say I'm much more on the pecan kick recently. Right. Okay. And that, that was going to lead me to my next question. Pumpkin pie is a debated dessert. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Where do you fall on the line? I feel like I like pumpkin pie, but I don't crave pumpkin pie and I'm not like excited about it for Thanksgiving. Okay. See, I fall on the the point of I want exactly one bite and then I'm good 
I don't want it ever again. Like one bite for one year. I prefer pumpkin pie also with a graham cracker crust. So for those of you making pumpkin pie, graham cracker crust is better. Well, there you go. I think that was my final thoughts was pie. Pie pie is your final thought. I just needed to get on the same page about pie. (laughs) We we did not talk about pie and I was going to bring it up because I know pie is kind of a sensitive topic for you. So some backstory. (laughs) I did not like pie most of my life. Me being stubborn. Also, I've never been one for like fruity things. Like I'm not a huge fruity person and like a lot of pies are fruity. You know, listen. And so Ella used to gag at the thought of cherry pie. <laughs> okay, yeah, because I don't like cherry pie, and I stand by that. The texture of those cherries. Uh, 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 uh. No, I've made cherry pie, and I was like, no, I'm good. Um, do you like like an apple pie? An apple pie, I can do because I like the texture of ap- the apples. I can, I can stand behind. So you're not going to like not eat apple pie if I make it on Thanksgiving. I'm going to eat your apple pie. Okay. I just don't want to make a pie that you're not going to eat. <laughs> Glad we got this worked out. <laughs> um, yeah. So most of my life I did not like pie because I was stubborn in my own little ways. That would be the way some of my stubbornness would come out. Um, and then I read this book in sixth grade called Pie. And it was about like a girl and her grandma. I don't know. And every chapter had real pie recipes in it that were so good. This was like a young adult, like literally a sixth grade novel. And that is still a pecan pie recipe I use to this day. Wow. I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. It had a whole bunch of pies. There was like a coconut cream, a cherry lime. There was like savory pie. It was crazy. So we have all these photo scans, like copies of, um, these pumpkin pie or not pumpkin, these pie recipes from this book in sixth grade. I love, I love a savory pie. I love a coconut cream pie. I just have to say this about pecan pie too. And I, because I was having this conversation recently with someone, for those of you that used to watch True Blood in season one, after her, spoiler alert, her aunt dies, they, Sookie Stackhouse gets all these like food, you know, like when people like lose someone or go through a tragedy and like the neighbors bring casseroles and pie or whatever. And someone brings her a pecan pie. And she's like, after all of the stuff through the whole season, like all of this stuff is going on, blah, blah, blah. And she like wakes up in the middle of the night, she can't sleep. And she's like, or maybe it's during the day. And she sits down at the table and proceeds to eat, I swear to God, almost the whole pie, pecan by pecan. Like, and there's something about the way she sticks her fork in and eats like just one pecan at a time that is so appealing (laughs) that it made me, every time I've ever seen it, it makes me want pecan pie. And like, every time I think about pecan pie, I think specifically about that one scene because it was just so visual of her just like crying and eating one pecan at a time. It's so funny. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, This is reminding me, we should get good vanilla ice cream to go with our pies. Like a good vanilla bean ice cream. Yes. Yes. I was going to say we should buy Cool Whip. <laughs> I mean, who's saying we can't do both? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a good vanilla ice cream. Right. Like a Talenti. Ooh, look at you. get a little bougie. Ooh. Yes. I'm here for it. Do you have any other thoughts about Thanksgiving, Justine? 
Any thoughts for the people? Um, thoughts for the people. Um, I just want to remind everyone, like I, we recognize the sordid history of Thanksgiving and that, you know, it does not have the best of origins and it's been incredibly whitewashed in terms of its history and the telling of Thanksgiving. All of that being said, it is my favorite holiday, not because of those things or because I have some sort of great pride in Plymouth Rock, but because all of my favorite memories of being around family and hearing like the adults tell funny stories and music playing and good food cooking and like the smell of Thanksgiving and all of that, like that's why I love Thanksgiving. And the memories, some of my absolute favorite memories that I've made are the ones that I've made as an adult having to sort of build my own Thanksgiving and be really come to the realization and have those moments where I am really thankful for what I have and for what I can give to other people. And it's just an, a really nice day yeah. have with those that you love or if you can't be with those that you love, a family that you make or that you create in that moment. Um, and I think that you should not be afraid to build your own Thanksgiving. I think a lot of people have a really um, challenging relationship with Thanksgiving, either um, like dietary wise or because of like family and like not everyone's family gets along or they don't have like great times with their family or great relationships. And I think that there is a way to make Thanksgiving what you need it to be, not what is expected or what is quote unquote traditional. Yeah. That was really nice, Justine. <laughs> Thank you. Nice closer. I was going to ask you what you're thankful for, but that was a really good closer. So <laughs> what are you thankful for, Ella? I am thankful for, um, one, people who wear masks. Um, that actually, but that's not my actual answer. Um, I'm very thankful to, um, despite everything that's happened this year, um, I feel very, um, grateful to have had multiple things in my life that, um, felt stable. Like I, I felt a good amount of stability despite everything that could have possibly changed and gone wrong this year. Like I never felt, um, like I didn't have stability to fall back on, um, which is, I know I'm very lucky and privileged to be able to say that. So yeah, that's what I'm thankful for. Stability. There you go. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving. You almost said that like Frosty the Snowman. I didn't like it. <laughs> oh, Merry Christmas, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to stop recording right now. <laughs> I'm going to stop recording right now.